Blog Talk Radio. Opportunity. I am going to not only run with it, I'm going to 
hit the end zone multiple times and score big because guess what? Without you guys listening to the show and supporting what I do, I'd probably just be sitting at home watching wrestling, griping and complaining on DailyMotion.com. So thank you, Mr. Luke Cage. Give me the opportunity to jump over one hurdle, and I've got many, many more to jump over. But it was uh, a blessing in disguise that he actually garnered more attention than anybody. And that's saying something. Anyways, folks, fast lane. Wow. I can tell you. I mean, Alexa Bliss has been a thorn in the side of Randy Orton for quite some time. And I know that shouldn't be the only focus, but I am going to go down the car match order. So uh, let me see if I can find it here. I know that there was a kickoff match. You know, I know that the Hurt Business did lose their tag team titles to Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Uh, that's a lot of tag team championships, man. The WWE Tag Team Champions, baby. Sorry, that's my that's my horrible impression of New Day, but you know, we must celebrate. We must celebrate. So Fastlane is a lot of results, and it wasn't in front of a live crowd. And mind you, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre went all over the place, and it was just it was just crazy. The tag, women's tag team championship match Which confuses the ever living fuck out of me Because I think NXT UK might be getting A women's tag team championship I'm not sure You have to quote me on that whenever I get the Well you know Okay so Matt Riddle versus Mustafa Ali Retribution Did not think fondly of uh, His loss And Mustafa Ali's got leadership issues, if you will. Then the Women's Tag Team Championship match featured Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Now, we knew this was going to be volatile, folks, because in a couple of weeks, Sasha and Bianca, are, you know, they're going to tear down the house alongside the newest addition to the WrestleMania card. For those of you who don't know who Rhea Ripley is, you're getting introduced. Granny, you need to watch NXT, damn it. I know I haven't mentioned you in a while. I know that you're gearing up to be the biggest Yankee fan ever this season. Just like I know you're gearing up next uh, football season to be the biggest Raider fan ever. Because, well, ladies and gentlemen, the Chiefs did choke. And, yes, my team didn't make it. But, you know, that's aside from the point. Okay, so next up was the Intercontinental Championship match. Big E versus Apollo Crews. And, um... Well, this match was kind of lackluster. It was intense, you know, the first few minutes, and then it kind of lost the intensity of it. So I didn't really think that it was a great match, and I don't like the whole... They did spice up Apollo Crews. I mean, is this supposed to be Black Panther imitation? Because it kind of is working just a little bit, if you think of Marvel, but I digress. Braun Strowman versus Elias, who cares? Seth Rollins versus Nakamura. Mm, this is definitely... Definitely different and something we haven't seen before. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus and a no holds barred match. As if these two, you know, couldn't do any better. And I'm, I'm just 
thankful that they did. Let me see what this is. Is this a GIF? Please know what is this? What is this? What are you doing? Oh, you sent me a clip. That's cool. Oh, here it is. Right here on Wrestle Radio Network. Stand by.
Okay, so that'll do it for the audio clips for tonight. I do recall Alexa Bliss playing mind games with Randy Orton. And I have to tell you, that is the most enjoyable set of footage that WWE has produced in that aspect and one particular reason why. It's giving that com- or their company some flavor, some edge, some definite needed creative edge because, well, AEW has been bragging about how They've been beating WWE in ratings. I'd rather have quality than quantity. And to be honest with you, AEW does have some amazing talent. I mean, one of them was my guest on my show, whether you know it's acknowledged or not acknowledged. But the point is, things are starting to heat up. And when you have a guy that's kind of the wild card, not really utilized, doesn't really get recognized and kind of get shoved to the side sometimes by creative staff. I'm talking about Bray Wyatt. The man that has literally his entire career has been fighting for a spot, right? And surprisingly, I don't think he's hated. I think it's just he's underrated as far as talent goes. And now that this whole revamp repackage of The Fiend Sometimes repackages don't work, folks, in WWE or anywhere for that matter in wrestling. It really is a it's a timing thing. Whether or not the reinvention or the repackage will actually fucking work because I know some people have been bitching about I can't believe Alexa Blitz won the match. That wasn't the point. The point was the fiend returned at Fastlane, kinda of reminiscent of when the Undertaker returns. Look at the past history and builds before WrestleMania. Sometimes it's done right. Sometimes it's done completely wrong. Other times, I'm not just talking about, oh, well, you know, the theme this, the theme that. No, I'm talking about a legit build that's actually working this time, not just the Fiend, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton. We're talking about Sheamus McIntyre. No, Lashley McIntyre, Edge, Roman Reigns, Rhea Ripley, Asuka. She didn't barely step foot on the roster, and she's already got the great proof, the cojones to challenge Asuka. But, I, I, you know, I get sidetracked. My bad, folks. We're talking about what made Fastlane pop. There's a lot of things that made Fastlane pop. The fact that Daniel Bryan looked loose out there compared to when he normally wrestles in a match, if you will, in quote, right? He, like, you knew this was going to be a build before Mania 37. We knew that 
Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair would not become champions because it would not chronologically make fucking sense to have a number one contender for that women's champion, the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, become a women's tag team champion. So granted, there are some things that led up to making sense that Bianca and Sasha would not be champions, so thank you, Lucky Stars, because it would not make sense at all. It would not. Okay, so I have a grand total of 42 minutes to say my piece of what I liked and what I disliked about Fastlane, and surprisingly, I have only maybe a few nitpicks when it comes to pre-WrestleMania 37, which, you know, it is what it is, folks, so, I know, and here's the thing, for any questions you may have regarding Wrestle Radio Network or Monster Factory, which, by the way, if you want to invest in yourself today, tomorrow, tonight, whenever, invest in yourself by going to www.monsterfactory.org, and that's three W's. MonsterFactory.org Not only a docu-series on Fight Network But a lot of Danny's guys and gals Are going places I mean, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, anyone Seamus, Matt Riddle Damian Priest, anyone So investing yourself today Oh and there's a phone number Located directly on the website If you have any questions Do not email the office Text that number saying you would like to attend pro wrestling school, and it is world famous, folks. That school is class act, very friendly. I'd say that because I've been there twice and learned a lot, and still am learning. So again, go to monsterfactory.org. Okay. Oh, and uh, this is going to segue into the next thing. If you have a child that is under the age of eighteen. I suggest you plug their ears with cotton. And um, the following content includes several expletives. Not suitable for the age of the minor than the age of 18. Off the Rails Uncensored is a coin and trademark podcast, sub-podcast of another podcast. It was created March 7, 2016. It's now five years old, and we will be having guests either next week or whenever guests are available. Anyway, so without further ado, hit my music. So, you want to know what worked for Fastlane last night? The simple fact that not only Alexa Bliss was on board the scene, Randy Orton made it work. During that match, it was a short match because Randy Orton kept chasing and chasing Alexa Bliss. So it told a story. Much like every match on the card told. That's what wrestling is supposed to do, folks. It's supposed to 
tell a story, leave you captivated, leave you, okay, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good. Fast lane overall, was, I mean, surprisingly, if you didn't tune in, you know, okay, Peacock, $4.99 to stream WWE's content now. So, It was much clearer than the network. The network lagged, of course, you know, some of us who lend friends username and password. That's why it lags so fucking bad, right? Not only was the picture better, the content for WWE, wow. Before WrestleMania 37, just the whole atmosphere was completely different. Yes, there's been roster adjustments, you know, with people like Rhea Ripley and Peyton Royce becoming all serious serious, which is nice. It's finally fucking nice to see her give Oscar again a run for money. People forget these two have wrestled each other. It must have been, you know, not only a triple threat, but it was I believe it was Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, and Oscar. Look, all I'm saying is the Alexa Bliss fiend moment kind of overshadowed the entire rest of the cast and crew. Here's why. When you have Alexa Bliss, who really didn't do much in the last year and a half, two years, actually she has, just you know, goes unnoticed. But anyways, when you get called for a repackage and you show up and you kill it every fucking time, it makes me so proud know that if Peyton Royce was doing what she did tonight against Oscar, even though she came up short, you know, she did tap out to the Oscar lock. Um, <clears throat> but I, this isn't about Oscar or Peyton Royce. Rhea Ripley did show up tonight on Raw's doorstep and already is challenging Oscar, and she didn't even get a number one contendership match. But who cares? You know, because it's official. It's on the poster now. Oh, bad buddy. I forget sometimes about that fool. And uh, the only thing that I'm going to touch base with on a negative on a negative connotation would be bad bunny. Yes, he's won a Grammy, and even though you can't understand a word he fucking says on his album, he gets a top spot against the former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, which is fine, whatever. The celebrity wing in WWE just keeps growing exponentially. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is there's so many people messaging me on Instagram and asking, do you think that was the perfect time for her to lose? I said, well, even if she... Even if Alexa was to be in a championship picture match, right? I still say she draws because now she's her repackage absolutely absolutely helped her not just to be noticed, but I mean look, if Vince is noticing what you're doing and he he's noticing that eventually you're gonna put asses in seats, he's gonna want to keep you. And Alexa like I said, she hadn't really been doing much for two years. Other than charities and events and all the you know all that good jazz, but 
for repackage with the theme was a blessing in disguise because if it would have just been another happy, happy, joy, joy moment with Nikki Cross, whom I also have an affinity for because she's a fucking crazy gimmick and I love her to death and she's absolutely batshit insane and she owns it. So that brings me to my next point for those of you leaving eight messages about Bliss. Yeah, she may not be in a women's title match, but eventually she will be. Just looking. she got to get in line for Rhea Ripley and also Charlotte Flair, who is sitting at home recovering from COVID, I believe. I also got to tell you, here's the thing. Here's the hilarity of this. People were bitching about Alexa Bliss. You know, they should re reinvigorate her character. They should be, you're not the fucking booker. You're not Vince McMahon. And to tell you the truth, dude, you're being extremely rude. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, wrestle underscore radio at underscore Brian Rail on Twitter. And I will do my best to answer the you know, conversation. I'm not gonna read that out loud because it's very, very much like the dude who got arrested or uh, running in the ring with Bret Hart. So anyways, I'm gonna continue. Alexa Bliss and the theme. That's like Bliss fiendness. It's a phrase that I made up because here's the deal. Alexa Bliss howling around Nikki Cross, being doing the right thing, and then transitioning herself into being Sister Abigail. Or very similar, too, because she doesn't quite mention that. As I was saying, there are people that were counting her out. There are people saying, oh, you know, she used to be decent when she was a heel. Hello? She is a heel. And it always fits her personality to be the giddy schoolgirl type that really can be a demon in disguise. Also, let me just illuminate a few things for you. Alexa Bliss, Raw, no, Raw champion, main roster, women's champion, tag team champion, SmackDown Live women's champion. She's already been there, done that, bought the t-shirt type thing. Her working with Randy's fucking gold, and The Fiend for that matter. The fact that they did perfect job on the makeup and stuff for uh, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend as he popped out of the ring, fucking genius. Also, Oh, that's going to get annoying saying that word. So, anytime someone says, I'm glad they repackaged her, oh, she makes a great heel. No shit, Sherlock. That's why she's at the pro level and we're just amateur bookers, right? I can't tell you how excited I am for WrestleMania 37 because I look at the card and I see some dull matches. And as I said, I was going to touch base briefly with Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. There's a lot of us that feel that Shane isn't a bad worker. There's also those of us who believe he is. He didn't say, please, you know, give me permission. I got to leave. I got to take a tinkle, whatever. Look, So what? Who cares? That's all I'm going to say. Not really. 
Shane McMahon wrestling, uh, maybe back in the mid-90s, not now. I mean, he's definitely gotten himself into shape. The whole Braun Strowman thing, though, Fastlane really pissed me off because, you know, it's been a while since we've seen Shane in the ring. Okay, and the fact that he's aligned himself with Elias and Jackson Riker might actually help elevate, well, two people's careers may bring down a few. Shane McMahon involved in a wrestling match. Um, I'm not going to hold back by saying this. He's a good dude from a business perspective, but as far as a worker goes, no. And for those of you who disagree, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. But Shane McMahon involved in a wrestling match, no. If you're not a trained professional, then, you know, if you're willing to learn, cool, but don't sit here in the show, dude, and tell me that, oh, you know, this is better in my backyard. Oh, fuck it will, dude. I just listed off some very big names. I'm just going to... Shane McMahon wrestling is the equivalent of me becoming a pro football player. One, I'm short. Two, I'm fat as fuck. And three... I wouldn't dare going to the combine unless I was ready myself nutritionally, financially, and all that. So the performance center is going to have to wait. As I yawn, what I'm going to tell you next is Shane's been wrestling. He had a match with The Miz. He had a match with Mark Henry. The guy just doesn't quit adding to his resume. and That's fine. But Shane McMahon involving himself in another match is like me saying, I like big, you know. It's like me saying, I like tits. And I'm the fucking gay one out of this whole equation. It doesn't make sense to like something you're not attracted to or drawn to. And there always seems to be one person that catches my attention in the wrong kind of gesture way. Yeah, it's their job to check, but I'm just telling you, Shane is much better off as a business person than he is a wrestler. I understand that he's gaining some of the respect from the boys. Well, you can't get out of this one. Oh, yeah. Back to my point before I start fading here. Shane McMahon, (laughs) as a worker, it depends on who he's working, but he always fucking works big guys. Is there a problem with that? No. It's not the size. It's the fucking problem. It's the fact that one of these days, Shane's going to have a fucking heart attack while he's in the ring. And I will only be too happy to tell him, stop it. We need you to, you know, be there for your boys. We need you to be an awesome dude. And if you keep risking life and limb for us, that's great. But, man, quit. Just just don't wrestle anymore, please. Leave that to your your brother-in-law. Hunter can, I mean, if you've seen his videos on Twitter of doing push-ups with chains on his back, 
He is one physical specimen. I'm not saying Shane can't, but the airbags at WrestleMania 32, I was there for that. I also know that, Shane, like I said, Shane's a great business guy. But when it comes to professional wrestling and actually, you know, working in the ring, the McMahons are not supposed to be the greatest guy or in shape or whatever, but Shane has definitely upped his game, and Shane is definitely trying to tell you that he can actually fucking work a match by himself. No. I say that sincerely. I say that nicely. I say it however you want to interpret it. I'm not a Shane McMahon fan. Because that's basically where some backyarders may get the inspiration. Well, if he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, then we don't have to know what the fuck we're doing either. Now, granted, I'm going to get back to that portion of my show or that subject on my show. But I'm going to continue the Alexa Bliss and scene. I think, no, I'm pretty sure. But eventually, The Fiend will be in the title picture. He just frightens the fuck out of kids. That's probably why he's not winning the championship anytime soon. I believe playing mind games with somebody to build a story for WrestleMania of Randy Orton, I don't know, might be busy, may not be busy. What, man, is there's Instagrams, there's Twitters. Thank you for messaging me, though. That's cool. What was your question? Do you have a question? Well, Luke is not single. I believe he has a girlfriend. I don't I don't know people's personal lives, honestly. If he has a picture um, with his significant other, that's his choice. I don't really delve into personal shit. Like, I'm not, I didn't read your question on air because it was very, very inappropriate. Just like the fact that you just asked if he had a... A girlfriend, okay, that's, you know, whatever. Anywho, the fact that they're allowing people to work an actual angle and story, it's, they normally do, you know, right before WrestleMania. But I feel that sometimes fans get cheated. I was cringing when I heard, you know, some of the matches announced at Fastlane, and if you're asking me what my favorite moment outside of Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton was, it was, okay. As I yawn, it was Alexa Bliss versus uh, Randy Orton. The whole fact that she's playing mind games the entire fucking time made me smile. Because it's been a while since WWE's let their hair down and went fucking crazy. Okay? When you look at WWE's past, who do you see in the office, you know, outside the production truck, making sure everything runs smoothly? Who do you see? Vince McMahon is the final say in every bit of talent. Was it a lunchbox? You know, Andre the Giant, and we talk about this horrible, horrible, you know, match idea between Shane and Braun Strowman. Please scrap it. Please make it something different because honestly, I know that some people complain about Braun being one dimensional and very unsafe. Sure. But as long as you tell a fucking story, that's all that I really care for. And right now, we've got some stories brewing. This is two weeks out, WrestleMania 37. 
two nights, two match cards. So that's going to be an interesting phone call. I guarantee you, most of them, you know, are resident and you know, for swimming, so they can he can get some practice. Which you know, a motel pool's not that big, but anyways, anyways, Alexa Bliss being repackaged. Thank God, whoever decided to do that, the fiend. Wow. I was getting some overwhelming responses from the Jane. Jamie? Is that okay, Jamie? What's your question? If uh, Luke or anyone that has been a guest on the show had to redo their character or match... What would you think they choose and why? I think Luke might choose Randy Orton as a fantasy opponent for WrestleMania. Was that your question? I need an expiration on it. No, not the question, something else. Um, okay, so my favorite moment from Fastlane, obviously, Bless Fiend. It's a blessing in disguise. Like, the stars finally align. These two are going to fucking work perfect. And it's going to fit to the T before WrestleMania 37. Argue if you will, man. This may be a short podcast. Not really. I'm not going to call it short just yet. I'm going to try and go a few more minutes by making this point. For those of you who thought Alexa Bliss was down and out, shame on you, man. Not only five feet of fury, she's five feet of I'm going to prove to every single doubter, every single hater, every single person that said I couldn't do it after I lost to Asuka or I lost to whomever it is on the WWE women's roster. Okay, because that girl can talk, she can play along. I'm not so sure about how getting through to Chris. The man is stubborn as mule. What can I say? Yeah, the ratings are low, but here's the deal. I would rather have quality than quantity. And if there's empty boxes, they give me my sanity back. That'd be great. They can't. Um, I wouldn't say it's a rant. It's the truth. Shane McMahon, I love you to death, man, and we need you to be there for your kids. So please do us a favor and do not wrestle. I know it's going to drive you absolute nuts, but it'd be great. Unless there's another historical moment featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I will read aloud what's on the sheet, my friend. Dig it. So... There are those of us you know, to be thinking, wow, you know, after Alexa lost to Asuka, after she did not win or recapture the Raw or whatever women's tag team championship division, I got to point this out. She could have easily told Vince, fuck you, I'm not doing the repackage and then have no more job left. So I'm be completely blacklisted in the entire AEW organization. Well, she don't expect that to happen, dude. Expect people to come into 
that mindset of thinking, okay, well, fuck. Alexa Bliss is done. What are we going to do? She's kind of been wasted. And then the Fiend handpicked her. That's a great way to build a story, especially in professional wrestling. I don't care what people think. That's just my motto. But also, back to the whole Shane McMahon thing. Shane knows what he's capable of. I mean, you've seen his matches with Big Show and Tess and all the people that have run interference, except for maybe a few. Um, my opinion on Shane as a worker, oh my god. Uh, he's got more guts than brains in some instances with his character, Shane McMahon, the character. Shane McMahon, the shoot human being. Hmm. Allow me to point this out. When you put on the gear, whatever it may be, or whatever you may be using, you become a different person with Shane. That man is absolutely nuts. I was there for Mania 35 with him versus The Miz. Went all over the place. Shane ends up winning the match, though. That's a big question mark. Let's see, when some guys get involved, especially in wrestling, it's going to slow down things. Or it may help things along. Shane, I'm going to say this. I love you, but don't wrestle You've already proven your point. I can elbow drop somebody off the Tron. I can suplex someone through glass. Maybe not glass. <laughs> the point is, her repackage with the scene was absolutely intensified. Because, you know, you're putting a random person who hasn't worked with another person in so long from NXT. But you're also running the risk of is this repackage going to fail again? Do we have to go back to the drawing board? What? I'm going to end the ring fucking know that chain. Again, we hear from Wrestle Radio Network and other podcasts would like to tell you the following. Thank you for your kind, kind words. But there are so many factors. One would be age. Two, and I mean two, you could barely fuck work Undertaker and now you expect him to get treated special because you realize, okay, well, this guy has a charger. Maybe I should get out and use it. Yeah, I get it. Some people don't want to partake in this whole new Bliss Fiend thing, and that's fine, but don't need to send Wrestle Radio hate mail. I mean, look at the disrespectful things, Ben. Look at what they're saying. Not very inviting, but here's the thing as a podcast as I can tell you about Bliss. Followed her since she first got to NXT. She was a part of the internal. She moved up to Maine. And then Nikki Cross came. And it was great for the, you know, four months that these two were tagging. But what's not so good is that, like I said, Shane, he's more, okay, there may be ways to you actually there are ways to utilize him as a talent. And one of those ways is just don't have Shane McMahon wrestle. If Vince doesn't approve, see what it looks like before you um start making signs and posters, so I'm sorry folks, I'm not a 
bundle energy tonight, but I do know that WrestleMania 37 can be streamed on Peacock. You need to get Peacock Premium. Go to Peacock.tv or PeacockTV.com. Sign up for Premium. It's only $4.99 a month. No figure and tally all that shit. All right, folks. Two little bitches. I got to go to sleep. And uh, be discussing with some people some personal private messages about being a co-host and anchoring the fun. All right? And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Who those bitches I got to go to bed. I love you all. Um, I think that's the sweet. Yeah.